Wait, welcome to the X podcast. We are back for another week, and I can tell already this week is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yep. I'm uh, with my friends, Raina, Hope, and Tucker. By the time this airs, it'll be four days until you and Anna are married. Wow. Yes. So crazy. I'll have a ring on my finger. You'll have a ring on your finger. Colorado Springs. Yes. Wow. Garden of the gods. <laughs> How are you feeling? Good. Yeah. Any uh, percentage nervousness, excitement, 90%, 10%? Yeah. I'm dreading it a lot. Yeah. But I'm well, like a little bit excited. You're a little bit excited. <laughs> I'm so pumped. Um, uh, I know a lot of the team will be there. A lot of people will be there. Uh, Raina, um, what was something crazy you did this past weekend? <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, I actually threw a baby shower. All right. Uh, yes, I did. For my husband's cousin is pregnant with twins. Oh, that's so we exciting. Had a Disney themed. Yeah. Baby shower. It was fun. Yeah. Very cool. Wow. Hope. Oh, something I did. Yeah. Oh, I went to a country concert. You did. Yeah. You went. Was it? Was it Tim McGraw? No. No. I Luke Bryan. Luke Combs. Luke Combs. Luke Combs. <laughs> There's Yeehaw. a difference. Yeehaw is country right. girl. <laughs> country girl. Country in my roots. <laughs> so it is. This is Tucker's third time on the podcast. Uh, Rain and Hopes and Hope moved here from Nashville. Yeah, like half so a year yeehaw, ago. For so yeehaw. <laughs> but I wanted to have them um, here for a very specific reason today because there's a whole lot going on in the news, and one of the things that is honestly really really tragic right now is that uh, they are recording record temperatures on literally across the globe. So record temperatures in the Pacific Northwest, um, all over Europe, all over the place, which obviously brings us to the conversation around environment. And we wanted to have yeah, a conversation right. around um, uh, so the environment. The environment. Yeah. And so hope, when it comes to uh, the environment, the climate, uh, your part, what you're doing, yeah. can you speak into that? I am really passionate about recycling. <laughs> yes, okay. She yeah. bricks. <laughs> she, she bricks. Have you heard of that? No, bricks. what does that mean? Eco-bricking. What is that? You get like a container and every time you have like a little <laughs> bit of plastic, you like shove it down <laughs> in there oh my yeah. to like Crater reduce brick. your plastic. Mm -hmm. So where you end up with like a brick. It's called eco-bricking. Mm -hmm. It's I'll, a TikTok thing. I'll bring. Is my that brick real? My sister. So my sister's really, I'm, and I'm not trying to make light because we, we're, <laughs> but it sounds like it. We, uh, Tim, we talked about last week. We're going to eventually have an episode where we really do talk about all things environment and uh, global warming and all those hot button things. But my sister is very passionate about it, and she to this day has a bucket in the shower to catch the water. No. Like I mean, passionate, passionate, passionate hey, that's about thing. it. So yeah. that's your thing. Um, and uh, we have a lot of listeners that um, I know are really, really passionate about, uh, about the earth and the environment and taking care of it. So it is a serious topic, mm -hmm. but yes. that is not actually <laughs> the kind of environment I want to talk about. There is, uh, I went on a rampage, if you were here a couple weeks ago, on um, my thoughts on reviving the lost art of customer service. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm, very, I'm very passionate <laughs> about this. And, and so it got me thinking about this thing that... Um, has mattered a whole lot to me my whole life. And for lack of better terms, lack of better words, it is the power of environment. Mm -hmm. The power of an atmosphere to shape experiences, uh, yeah. to shape memories. Um, I've 
always been oddly passionate about it. <laughs> I think there's this thing I've never taken. I don't know if I've taken this test, but is it INFG? What's that weird yeah. personality thing where yeah. you you almost Mars have? Briggs. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Like somebody told me one time, they're like, I think you have like this. It was like when you're sensitive to environments. Mm -hmm. Like that. I know this sounds Feeling. weird. Y'all think probably think I'm really weird. I I can't go to Audi. Is it Audi? Uh, Aldi. Uh, Aldi. <laughs> Aldi. Aldi. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm every time I walk in, I feel like I'm in the Dharma Initiative from Lost. It's just I. It feels I can't do it. I just can't. I know they're like, well, you save money, and I'm like I can't. When people ask me, like when I was sending you, um, I, I sent a, an official hopeless when you were moving to Columbus because you asked, okay, what are the coffee places, restaurant places, and when I I don't know about you, when I rate a coffee place, it is 50% yeah. coffee, 50% vibe. Yeah. Like the aesthetic really, really matters. Like yeah. it matters to me almost too much. In my, in my old church, we would, when I was student pastor, and they do this here now, I would, they, they nicknamed me Mr. Pipe and Drape because <laughs> I would pipe and drape everything because yeah. it was drilled into me a long time yeah. ago that the dynamics of a room, if you have a, a small number of people in an empty room, then it gets swallowed. Yeah, the yeah. energy gets swallowed. Yeah, the energy right. gets lost. And so to, to me, I've always, I don't know, some, maybe sometimes it's unhealthy, but I've always... Um, really, really cared about the details of an atmosphere and yeah. environment. And so uh, I thought it'd be fun to have a conversation and see where it goes. And when I thought about the power environment, I thought about you three, mm -hmm. uh, because <laughs> you three, you know, one of our values here in our faith context is um, excellence is our presentation. Oh. And so environment matters is kind of intrinsic to who we are. And, um, you know, humbly, one of the things that we get to hear a lot when people come in is uh, how the space makes them feel. Yeah. And not just the space and the aesthetics, but even the what, what they feel environmentally. Mm -hmm. um, and so I want to talk to you three. When I think of you three, I think of an environment, but in slightly different ways. Uh, Raina, you are maybe the most organized, <laughs> yeah, anti-let-me-massacre-clutter person <laughs> I have ever met. You hate clutter. Yes. Which I love that about you. And that's even in one of our standards. I think we say we, uh, what is it, we dispel clutter or we shun clutter. Um, and so when it comes to details, when it comes to cleanliness, when it comes to yep. efficiency, She's like on it. that yep. side of atmosphere, I, there's no one better. Yep. Um, <laughs> Hope, when I think of you, I think of, you know, p part of your role is events and you really care what are, and, and all of you care about all these things, but specifics, I'm just targeting in on you. When I think about the most, I think of like what you want people to feel when they enter a space, what the, what you want people to feel in an event, what, what. Yeah. What, what mood are you going for? And, yeah. and you, you, when we do events, I mean, you go all out. <laughs> yeah. um, Tucker, I think about several things. One, you create uh, the environment digitally. Mm -hmm. You yeah. and, 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 and several others, but you really take a lead on when people look at the window of our ministry mm -hmm. through social media, through yeah. online, yeah. you've created a climate and an environment that people feel before they ever step into our space. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and then obviously design, graphics, uh, when we're creating booths, I know you, all three of you will partner together if we're doing like a photo op or a special day. And so I just thought it'd be fun that we can start wherever we want to start, but uh, even just me saying that, you can riff on that, however you want to riff on that. Have, have you always noticed that environment matters to you? When, when did you notice it? Uh, why do you think it's so important? I'm sorry, you. So Hope and I were actually just talking about this, and our story is very similar. But um, I'd say from a very young age, I really wanted to go into interior decorating or design. Mm. And actually, that was my focus when I first started college. I've always been just so fascinated with how you feel when you walk into a space or into somebody's home. Mm. And I just always wanted to be a part of 
making people feel a certain way hmm. you know like when you walk into a home and you just know if it's the type of place you can kick your feet up on the coffee table mm. or you walk in and you're like i need to take my shoes off mm. you know you just know <laughs> yeah. the kind of vibe that that house has based on yeah so i don't know what's I, your house i feel like your yeah. house is like take your shoes off oh mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mom and dad's house is like that like yeah. you will take your shoes off yeah, there I'm are sure. vacuum lines mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no you've been to my house i th i have a dog so if yeah. i could figure out how i could get my yeah. dog to take a his big shoes old dog. off <laughs> and chickens people to do it Oh. Not anymore. Oh, oh. And bats. Uh-oh. <laughs> that was not good for the environment. Oh, yeah. okay. Touch the topic. Well, yeah. it, it, they fed the foxes in the neighborhood very well. <laughs> the chickens? Yeah. Oh. So they're gone. Oh, rest in peace. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Thanks for bringing that so up. So sorry. Honey. Sorry. The chickens were massacred in your environment. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, but, so can, uh, okay. Describe your house, though. What? What? When you, I mean, did you ever think through, okay, this is what I'm going for. This is what I want people to feel. For sure. When Todd and I, my husband and I first bought our first house, okay, that was the most exciting thing to me was like, okay, I can control and dictate Aww. how people feel when they mm. walk in my home, cool. you know, and I, I wanted that. them to feel welcome and mm -hmm. comfortable, like yeah. a place they could just kick their feet up and stay and mm -hmm. have fun. I don't know. So I feel like our house is still that way. Yeah. Um, we're just kind of out in the country, so mm -hmm. people don't just stop by. Do you think people <laughs> underestimate the power of an environment, the colors, the shapes, the arranging on the mood it can create for the people to experience it? Yeah, I think there's certain types of personality that are more in tune to that than others. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that understand that that's what's happening you know what i mean yeah. like when you walk into a room and you feel a certain way i think we all have that personality where we mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. why that is and right. other people may not right you know it's more of a subconscious thing but i think mm -hmm. we understand that you know we yeah. walk into an environment and we know like oh the colors and the mm -hmm. textures yeah. and the yeah. music and everything yeah. mm -hmm. the smells you right know, mm -hmm. it's yeah. all important yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah are, are all three of you for going to I'm assuming all three of you are like me. Like, if there's an event or something going on, I'm even weird like this even with my apartment sometimes. I'm like, there's several, there's almost like a checklist. Yep. Besides cleanliness, there's the lighting that I want to be right. Yep. There's music that I want going. There's, like, there's, 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 there's almost like a checklist in my mind. Are you that way? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Sort of depends. Hope, what about you? I definitely am like that. But, yeah, I, Raina and I, were, when we were chatting, I like always have cared about my room. My mom used to always make mm -hmm. fun of me because I would reorganize and like redesign my room. Like, like two yeah. in the morning. Oh, like, moving yeah. Bed. And then I'd be like, Sweating. I'd be like, mom, come look. Yeah. Like so happy about it. <laughs> and, but I've just always cared about that. And I think it's just simply because I do care about environment. Mm -hmm. um, when I first moved here, it's been like five months now. I was so excited because it was going to be my first apartment like on my own without oh, a roommate. Oh, so cool. And I was like, how can I make this the best? Like, so that when people come over, they, like, want to stay. It is the best. I wish we could, like, post-edit, put a picture. You have <laughs> this just vibey. You have neon. Oh, I mean, it looks like something I out of a do. magazine. I have a neon sign above the couch. I have, mm -hmm. I, you can't paint the walls of an apartment. And I really don't know if I could have, well. if I could do this either. Well, you could, I guess. But I put, um like peel and stick wallpaper mm -hmm. i did that um i have a disco ball in my apartment mm, so anyways go. i just care a lot about that 
And like Raina said, it's not just because of the way it looks, but it's more so because of the way it feels. And mm -hmm. for me, yes, like selfishly, I want my space to feel good, mm -hmm. but it's about the people that are walking through the door yeah. and the people that I get to bring in. So so for, you, for both of you, it's like, okay, this is from my mental clarity, but also as an, almost as an act of hospitality. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a way to host people. Mm -hmm. Yes, for sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. That's cool. What about you? You did paint your apartment. I did paint my apartment. Oh, you live life on the edge. They told mm -hmm. us we couldn't get our... Uh, what's it called? Security deposit. deposit. Security deposit. deposit. Yeah. We were like, yeah, well, it's like dark gray. It's so mm -hmm. dark and yeah, your sad. place, sir, it's where it Anna's it looks so cool. Yeah. You painted it white. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I don't know if mine has always been an act of hospitality, but more so, I just like to express myself mm -hmm. through that. Like, mm. um, it's fun to. Like Hope said, like I would always rearrange my room. Mm -hmm. Like if even if it was the same thing, the same furniture, yeah. it was mm -hmm. like it was just different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you walk in, you're like, oh, I wonder what it's gonna feel like to wake up, and I'm yeah. like looking at the door, mm -hmm. not yeah. the window. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. stuff like that. I love moving. Mm -hmm. And we recently moved our offices over from the creative used to be in like a room up on the other side of the platform, and now we're up with the windows and it was like oh this is a whole different and now it's like old so i'm like okay what, yeah, do, we what can do we do now <laughs> so you so but i assume that's almost different with you is that right i feel like you would want to find a uh, find your vibe find a level of cleanliness and keep it the same i actually like change more than you would think really i really do yeah because i'm i'm with tucker on that like after a while it's like mm -hmm. i don't know but i have to have my back to the window too so it's like, I can't move She's too far. She's particular. Yeah. So there's not a lot of options up there. But I do like change. Yeah. yeah. I do. So have you always, have all three of you always noticed this is something that matters to me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. What, um, do, do you approach, I mean, because you all immediately went to, okay, where you live, your, you know, your spaces. You mentioned up here. When you approach, for all of us in a church context, when you approach a Sunday or you approach an event, how do you bring that thought process to that? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it just depends. Like every Sunday I get to lead worship. And so I feel like I kind of set the environment for the room and how people mm. encounter God. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's really important. And yeah. so we're intentional about things like energy and we're intentional mm -hmm. about our faces and like what we look like. And if we, if we were all standing up here, you know, closing our eyes, not looking, it's mm -hmm. not really an environment of like, we're doing this together. It's mm -hmm. like, this is really personal. So we're really picky about like our worship leaders. We're mm. like, always have your eyes open because yeah. this is something that we're doing together. Yeah. Um, and then things like energy. It's like people mm -hmm. come in here on a Sunday morning. They've had a long week. Mm -hmm. They're waking up early on a weekend. They probably, yeah. it's probably not their like number one priority mm -hmm. <laughs> of like right. getting up early. And so we want to, this is, we want to make it an exciting environment. Mm. Oh, um, you bring the energy. <laughs> Bring the sweat. Mm. You yeah. do. So High knees. You I close every ring every on your ring. Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that, but then I think about special Sundays. We want to capitalize and mm -hmm. make it something that you remember. Because yeah. I think back to, like, concerts or, like, mm -hmm. big conferences that I've been to, and I remember, like, the photo yeah. ops, mm -hmm. and I remember yeah. right. I went to a Bethel um, worship conference, mm. like, eight years ago, and I mm -hmm. can still picture, like, what mm -hmm. the photo op looked like, yeah. and, like, the color was blue everywhere, yeah. and I still remember, like, that shade of blue, and so, like, mm. we want to capitalize on those moments, because, like, Easter and Christmas are, like, these big moments with right. big messages, and so we yeah. want to have, like, what's something tangible mm -hmm. that people can remember, like, oh, yeah, that Christmas was the year, like, the sheet came down. Mm. Or, like, yeah. oh, yeah. that Christmas mm -hmm. was, or that Easter was the year we had the plants everywhere and the big wall. Mm. Yeah. 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 No, that's so, so good. Cool. There's so many things you said I, I kind of want to riff on because I think a lot of times, I mean, I think 
we're fortunately in a time and age with the church where we've moved past some of the, oh, that's not spiritual. Mm -hmm. I think for a while in the church, it was like, well, what does that matter if God shows up? Yeah. Um, I remember like when I lived in Atlanta, there, there, there's, this is around 2014, 2015. There's still some of that talk of, why does that big church feel like they always have to do something really special along the walls or bring mm -hmm. chandeliers down at Christmas or they always have to have these innovative things? And I'll never forget, I, I attended one of the experiences for Christmas and Louis Giglio, the pastor there, stood up and he told a story about how, because they had like 12 Christmas services. <laughs> um, they, there were all these foreign exchange students from Iran, mm -hmm. all Muslim, who heard that there was this really artistic place that actually valued design in the heart of the city called Passion. Yeah. All nine of them showed up to Christmas and all nine of them gave their life to Jesus. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because Louis stood up and said, we actually believe that because God is a creator, that we should express his creativity. Erwin yeah. McManus says like this, he says, you were uh, imagined to imagine, designed to design, created to create. Mm -hmm. And he says the natural result of spirituality is actually creativity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that all of us are more creative than we know. Yeah. And so I love that, but you also said something. I, I wanna read something. It's a few sentences, uh, but someone sent this to me. It's, I think, Fuller Seminary. They were sending out something to graduating students about the power of atmosphere. It reminds me of what you just said, because basically they were making the argument that environments shape experiences and experiences shape memories. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And here's how they put it. They talked about an environment, because you kind of hit on even in here energy on culture and how there's the culture and there's the aesthetics. And they said it this way, both ethics and aesthetics are linked because both deal with what we value. Yeah. The difference is that in ethics, our values run along concepts of morality as we try to figure out what action should be deemed good or bad. Through aesthetics, the mind evaluates what we see and feel and judges our responses using terms such as beautiful, ugly, or sublime. In other words, through ethics, we assign moral value to things, and through aesthetics, we assign artistic value to things. But more often than not, we ascribe both types of value to the same object or event. Our aesthetic reflections on our experiences shape our memories and feelings, especially when it comes to pivotal life events. So the way objects look and make us feel help us gain a sense of ourselves in the world. Yeah, that's good. It's remind me of that because you remember specific things like the color. Yeah. You remember specific things, but probably that was also an event that shaped you yeah. internally. Right. And yeah. so yeah. I, I, love, I love what you said, Tucker, about intentionality. I mm -hmm. think that's like where it all, that's my core mm -hmm. motivation when it comes to the way something looks or feels or sounds or smells is like, okay, I want to be intentional about this mm -hmm. because I want to be intentional about the people that are mm -hmm. coming to, into this place. So not only at home, but here right. or really wherever I am, like how can I be super intentional mm -hmm. about the people that are walking through um, mm -hmm. and stewarding what we have been blessed with? I mean, right. this place is literally gorgeous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like let's steward it. Take care of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and be intentional about, mm -hmm. you know, the way that we do decorate or even on a normal Sunday, mm -hmm. like making sure it's clean and making sure we have mints available and just right. like, Thinking of the little details helps mm -hmm. people to see, oh, wow, they are super intentional mm -hmm. about the way they've, you know, yeah. prepared. Right. Mm -hmm. I think what I do, the teams that I lead, I think one of our big priorities is our first-time guests mm -hmm. because we know how difficult it can be for someone to mm -hmm. walk yeah. back into a church, either for the first time or for the first time in a long time. Mm -hmm. So 
I, it's always a win when someone says, I just felt at home. Mm. I just felt welcomed. Yeah. And so I think we're really intentional about doing that from the second they pull into the parking lot, yeah. you know, yeah. with our parking team and their vests and their wands and they're being silly mm. out there to the time they leave and a greeter is hopefully, you know, opening yeah. the door and yeah. telling them to have a great week. So I think all I of that. it just kind of works together. But I think it <clears throat> kind of the environment dictates what we find important like mm -hmm. what our priorities are yeah. you know what i mean mm -hmm. like yeah. for us first time guests is something that we mm -hmm. just really value and we know how difficult yeah. that is for someone to walk into the building so we have a space mm -hmm. just for the first time guests or yeah. you know we were talking about all of our areas to like have community and fellowship because that's important to mm -hmm. us yeah. you know we created a space that really highlights the things that we think matter yeah you know no that's good i love the whole thing, uh, what you said about first time guests, it reminds me old Larry Bry from Elevation. I'll never forget it. I was part of a church plant in Kentucky and he came and he said something that always stuck so with me. He said, uh, your level of honor will determine your level of preparation. Mm -hmm. yeah. In other words, if you were to find out that you're like most like in shock celebrity were to come to your house mm -hmm. tonight, like if your celebrity crush or your favorite band or your favorite celebrity was to come to your house tomorrow night, how much would you prepare? Oh, I'd be rushing home right now. <laughs> <laughs> he said, therefore, he said, how much you prepare reflects how much you honor their arrival. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, I, so I think it's just such a beautiful thing because that is the thing that we don't want to take for granted is that every mm -hmm. single week there are people actually coming into our space. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is going to be their first impression of Jesus, their first right. impression of right. – and, uh, and Andy Stanley, he has this book forever ago called Deep and Wide. He said – Everything before the sermon is a sermon. Yeah. He said, when you show up and you see that things are a mess or people aren't prepared, he said, people, that's telling them a, a sermon. Mm -hmm. Whether it's average or creative, whether yeah. it's clean or it's cluttered, whether whatever it is, before they ever get in here to hear that sermon, that's preaching a sermon to them yeah. about what actually matters yeah. and how much we value them. Something yeah. my servant leaders have heard me say over and over again is you just don't know what will be a barrier for mm. somebody. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there's certain places that I don't like to go to if there's ever a chance I would have to use the bathroom because I know their <laughs> bathrooms are gross. You know what I mean? Put them on blast, who? Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby, oh. really? Yes, I love doing crafts, but their bathrooms are always Honestly, not on point. I love me a good Target trip, but Target bathrooms are terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's you just don't know. But Chick-fil-A's not. <laughs> right. That's so true. So you just don't know what that, you know, an overflowing <laughs> trash can or an empty paper towel roll or a rogue coffee cup. You just don't know what someone's going to notice and be like, oh, they, yeah. they mm. are unintentional. They don't care. Mm. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Or even just if they don't, don't recognize, you still recognize it. it even right. if you don't care yeah. like right. we do about yeah. it, you still recognize yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, because even the people that, um, probably the four of us care more than the average person. Right. But even the average person that wouldn't, even if they wouldn't articulate it, it all goes into the combined mm -hmm. thing they experience, whether they realize it or not. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like when you walk into a space, the combined mm -hmm. sum total of what people experience from the aesthetics to their interactions with people to every, it all creates together a filter. I heard um, like forever ago, um, when I used to lead small groups, I, I watched this like when Elevation first started. Stephen Freddy, this small group thing he's talking about when you're preparing your home for people to come. Mm -hmm. He made this statement I thought was so good. He said, environment is usually the last 10% we think about, but it's the first 10% that people notice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's a lot of times in a lot of spaces where a lot of people it's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think about having music on, mm -hmm. the lights on, the AC on, this ready, that ready, that ready. But when people show up, they'll notice. Yeah. 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 So true. One thing that 
this reminds me of is when I first started working at the church, we would, it was during quarantine. And so we would have these nights where we would come in and record worship for the happen that Sunday. And it was always like really long nights and they were just not fun because no one's in the room and just it's just different mm -hmm. and so one of the nights we were like how can we combat this like me and trey were talking trey's my boss does worship and we were like how are we going to combat this and so one night we played music as people walked in and it changed everything oh, wow. yeah. like you just play this like upbeat music yeah. and you kind of walk in you're like all mm -hmm. right like i can do this and mm -hmm. it changed everything yeah. like attitudes were up mm -hmm. yeah and um and it creates the difference that makes yeah, yeah. Last night we kind of we, mm -hmm. um, we had a prayer team night. That is not usually the rowdiest bunch. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? They were rowdy. I mean, <laughs> but we, you know, we, we tried to set it up and yeah. you know, we had graphics and music and all that going. <laughs> and then we p put people in huddles or groups and just did the stupidest, corniest things. All right, you're gonna you have one minute to decide, and then Hunter would put the music up high, your favorite movie, and decide go. And then we ended it with each group had to uh, decide in 40 seconds or less their favorite song and together sing a chorus from that song. Aww. And it was the rowdiest, funniest. Yeah. But you forget. Like, that's why I, I wanted to circle back to what you said about even when you're leading worship. Yeah. I think I think uh, when it comes to aesthetics and when it comes to we underestimate the power we have to shift a room. Yeah. yeah. To not just read a room, but to shift a room. To be all to be all corny, you know. You've heard it said you can either be a, a thermometer or a thermostat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but the, the the idea that we can, if we see the option and see the opportunity, yeah. step into that role of mm -hmm. actually lifting a room, lifting the energy, lifting the the spirit, speaking. Yeah, I, I think we all know it's like to walk into a room and it's just sour. Yeah. yeah. You can lift a room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I think about like when you walk into a restaurant, like, you know, as soon mm -hmm. as you walk in based on the atmosphere, based on the environment, mm -hmm. the quality of food you're expecting, mm -hmm. the quality of service you're expecting, yeah. mm -hmm. you know what I mean? The way you behave or act or dress mm -hmm. based on the environment, like mm -hmm. it dictates everything, the music. Yeah. Like if you walk in and there's country music, you know, it's very different than. Yeah. Hope's going to love it. <laughs> Hope's going to love it. You can put your peanut shells on the floor probably. That's yeah. right. <laughs> But Whoa, that's a stereotype. <laughs> but if they have tablecloths, <laughs> right? Yeah, so it's a little different. Yeah, yeah. You talk a little lower. Yeah. You know, I mean, it really does dictate everything. Yeah. When I worked at Starbucks, I worked at Starbucks for a long time, and I would always get put on the window. And everyone that comes to Starbucks is so grumpy. Like this is a PSA: if you're going to Starbucks, like. Just smile because <laughs> no one smiles and everyone, Aww. I know that like you need coffee to get going, but people mm. act like they can't, they mm. can't even interact with the person before they have a cup of coffee. <laughs> so they would pull up to the window and I'm like, you know, me, big old person. Yeah. Good morning. How are you today? What are you doing today? And they're like, oh, like, here you go. And it's just like, they're so caught off guard when someone talks to yeah. them mm -hmm. in a drive-thru. Yeah. Like, it's like. Hey, what are you doing today? Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, why do you why do you mm -hmm. care? And it's mm -hmm. like, I know when I'm in a drive-through, I don't want to talk to the person about what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. But it does yeah. like shift things. There's yeah. maybe that's like the only person that will hear that whole entire yeah. week. Like, mm -hmm. what are you doing this weekend? Yeah. yeah. I actually was gonna bring that up. I think Raina and I were talking. We we're like, does anyone care about environment like for real? Mm -hmm. But people care, obviously. Oh, they do. But we like you've said multiple times, we've we probably care a little more than mm -hmm. the average person, mm -hmm. but it's more than just like the way that the chairs mm -hmm. were set out or whatever. It's creating mm -hmm. an environment is literally the way you interact with mm -hmm. people too. Like yeah. I try to create 
when I walk into a space, like I, I think about the way that I'm going to act, right. the way that I'm going to treat people mm-hmm. because that all goes into it as well. It's like, it's like the five senses when you yeah. see, smell, hear, mm-hmm. all the things. Yeah. So the way you treat someone has so much to do mm-hmm. with it as well. Yeah. Yeah. If a place is void, I mean, we got to be realistic. You can have the most beautiful, inspiring place, right. but if the culture's bad inside, yeah. it's, it's, it's vain, it's useless. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. If, if the emotional, cultural climate is cold yeah. and aloof um, and people aren't approachable and there's not life and laughter, the most beautiful mm-hmm. thing to me about our space, to me, a great space should do two things even before you get to culture. It should be inspiring and comforting. Yeah. Yes. To me, when I think about like our space, especially our our uh, foyer that's yeah. tall ceilings, it's clean, but I think it's inspiring, but it also feels like you're at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to me, a great space, what I like when I go into coffee shops and go in places, when I go in, in my home, I want it to be inspiring, yeah. but also comforting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then from there, what matters the most, that to me, that should be one person, that should be one unspoken character. I forget who, uh, what author talked about this, but your, your, your setting is one um, character. It's a character that's always speaking. Mm. But if the other character of culture isn't speaking, then it's right. worthless. Right. And so to me, it's like, how do you create a space that's inspiring? But then, yeah, a culture that's, I love how Chris Hodges defines life-giving. You want to be there. Mm-hmm. You want to stay. That was actually really cool last night. We were talking, because again, prayer team meetings, not always maybe <laughs> the most exciting. And we went a little bit long. And so I was like, oh, we went a little bit long. People stayed for an hour afterwards. Mm-hmm. And just lingered and mm-hmm. lingered and... Um, and so maybe on that note of culture, what, what do you think makes good cultural environment? Maybe, maybe even start with work. What's interesting is someone wrote in, they, they, I don't know if you saw it, they, it was a YouTube comment on one of our last couple, and they were talking about education and how the, mm-hmm. the education system is so toxic in ways. And he's like, I'd love for y'all to address sometime the, the church environment, because I know it's just so toxic. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, a lot are, but I... I you know, and I've, I've worked at a few different churches, and I mean, it sounds easy for me to say this. I know I'm biased, but I think we have an incredible culture. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, we're never going to be perfect, right. but when I think of our staff culture and I mm-hmm. think of um, culture yeah. on Sundays, to me, like, um, it, it's life-giving. People yeah. want to be around it. There's laughter. Yeah. There's joy. Yeah. Uh, there's teamwork. Mm-hmm. We don't work in silos. A lot, a lot of churches, mm-hmm. traditional churches, they just work in silos. You do your things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of territorialness. There's pettiness. Yeah. There's gossip. There's, yeah. um, and yeah. so, yeah. I just, I think a key thing that we've really dialed in on is we have such an eclectic group of people at our church. Mm-hmm. I mean, you walk in our doors and hopefully everyone feels at home because you're going to see someone yeah. that you can relate to. I mean, yeah. there's people of all ages. Yeah. There's people that dress up. There's people that don't dress up. We've mm-hmm. got people that, you know, have tattoos or people that are just, you know, dressed to the nines. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. everyone. There's just a little bit of everything, I think. And every I, just ideally everyone feels welcome there, but hopefully they come in and they see themselves and yeah. they know that they can just be themselves because we're not trying to be something that we're not. We're not yeah. all the same. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you walk into a church and everyone's the same and you don't fit that mold, mm-hmm. then it's kind of like you're not going to feel welcome. Yeah. You're not going to want to hang out there. But, yeah. you know, I love seeing all the diverse people yeah. in our church and yeah. they interact with each other and are in mm-hmm. circles together and mm-hmm. serve together and they learn from each other. And I think that's a really yeah. good part of our culture. I love that. I think I remember when I was like interviewing, getting ready to move here. And the biggest thing that I wanted to make sure of was that the culture of the staff was Mm -hmm. good. And so 
something that's really important to me is that we just have each other's backs like mm -hmm. and that has been so true like since day one it has been so true that no matter the day no matter the project no matter what we're doing we have each other's backs mm -hmm. and i think it all goes back to honor like mm -hmm. we all choose mm -hmm. to honor mm -hmm. each other mm -hmm. and like support each other i think tucker you know every time you show us something that is like you've created or you've designed it's like mm -hmm. we're all like oh my gosh that's incredible yeah. that's mm -hmm. so cool mm -hmm. and that seriously that is what builds good culture is mm -hmm. like honoring each other celebrating each yeah. other like celebration will change the culture mm -hmm. um so it's just cool to be able to work in an environment like that mm -hmm. and also just to have people that come alongside you community that comes alongside you and honors you yeah. and that's you. taking time to build that yeah. i mean you've been here longer than i have but yeah. i mean right now we're kind of like a peek into some of our cultural stuff as we we get together every monday morning for a rally mm -hmm. and right now we're looking at how to switch things up and what do yeah. we need moving forward but for a few years as a building block, what was really helpful is we took two of our values, celebration and honor, and we practice them every Monday, mm -hmm. where we pass mm -hmm. around a football mm -hmm. and we take time to just see each other, yeah. celebrate each other's differences, different giftings, different yeah. contributions, yeah. Uh, celebrate what God did and uh, be grateful, but then mm -hmm. also honor each other. And, yeah. and uh, weaving that into the cultures made a huge difference. Yeah. What about you? I think like being on staff and really just any environment that I, love to be in is like a fun environment but like, oh we know yeah. <laughs> i love to have a good time but i also like for people to take things like seriously and i think mm -hmm. that's like a hard balance to yeah. find mm -hmm. but um that's what i feel like we really have i mean even like the people that serve on worship it's like yeah. it's a really big deal what we're doing mm -hmm. and but it's also really fun mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. it's like don't take yourself too seriously like laugh mm -hmm. and make fun of yeah. yourself and mm -hmm. i feel like especially in the creative world like people take themselves so seriously and mm. i think the best part about it is like you don't forget to have fun while you're doing mm -hmm. it. Yeah. yeah yeah and i like to have fun yeah. oh yeah <laughs> do you like to have fun yeah how many times can you say i like that? to have fun <laughs> <laughs> no that's good what would you uh i mean because i think all four of us are grateful for what we get to be a part of yeah. i'm curious for Somebody listening is like, okay, look, I don't see my job changing anytime soon. And I kind of feel like I'm in kind of a downer environment. And it's kind of, I don't, yeah. I'm not the boss. I don't um, just put you on the spot. What would you say to somebody of like, what's, what's a couple of practical things you can do to maybe help shift culture where you're at? Yeah. I think like clean your environment, <laughs> like yeah. cleaning your house will change your whole mindset. Like I am That's a, so true. I'm like a messy person. Like I'm mm -hmm. super messy. Raina like can follow a trail of where yes, I've been I throughout can. the day. Yeah. Like I leave mint wrappers everywhere. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you what, if I come home to like a clean room, mm -hmm. it changes my day. It's so yeah. true. Or if I wake up and I make my bed and then when yeah. I come home, it changes everything. Making so, your yeah. bed's the number one important thing to do. Really? For every day. Someone bought yes. me a book by a oh, general no. in the army and it's called Make Your Bed Every Day. <laughs> it's literally called that. And it's this whole thing. It's I'm curious, okay. Because you're right, Marie Kondo, there is something <laughs> powerful, and I am so, I'm just going to be honest, I believe in the power, and I will do it, but I am bad at... Um, you don't every day. I don't every day. That's uh, what I'm bad at. Like, I, And I know people are like, well, if you'll just do it. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I know that, but but when I, and so I, I don't know if y'all are like this, I just come to a point where I'm like, enough's enough. 
and I will just spend two hours and just yep. mass clean yes. my apartment. Yep. Like at two in the morning. Yes. That's yes. when the best yes. cleaning happens when yeah. you like can't sleep. Yeah. Or what really helps is if I know I'm having company. Like you, um, every, every time you and Paige and Tommy come over, I'm like, okay, this gives an excuse. <laughs> this makes me want to, you know, make you my. Do. Yeah. He has like the water jugs <laughs> yeah. and the strawberry sliced up. Like, yeah. but, like were two you there? Hours Paige before. came in with Tommy and she was like, my heart's soggy. Yeah. Because <laughs> I always, I'll, you know, I am weird. I love the my apartment very much feels like me mm-hmm. looks like what you would think if you know me it would look like and then i'll have the candles i have my jbl playlist going and you know i have the water jug and it but looks like two a hours before it was like mass chaos may not and it gets like <laughs> awful but it can it can yeah. get close occasionally yeah same so i have a different point of view than all of that okay Uh-oh. i like when people are coming over to bring them in on all of that so I don't want everything to be just perfect when they walk in. Because mm. I feel like they'll feel more welcome. Like, they'll feel more at home if they're helping me cut the strawberries. You know what mm. I mean? Like, if I have them washed and ready. Okay. Like they're helping me with that. Like, I feel okay. like if it's too perfect, the second they walk in, they're going to be like. I'm, like, taking notes. Huh. <laughs> Marina's like, I messed my house up. Yeah. She's like, I but throw blankets I, on the floor. I just feel like if they're a part of that process, yeah. they feel more at home and at yeah. ease. So you know? I should be like, Tommy, here's a toilet bowl cleaner. Can you go, uh. <laughs> No, 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 don't do that. Not like that. Uh, no. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> I don't like doing that. <laughs> yeah. But I do think if you know if you have a work environment that you're like it's yeah. so such a downer. Yeah. It's like yeah. take your computer and go mm-hmm. to a coffee shop and change up your environment yeah. because just like a different vibe or mm-hmm. like we said a clean space it can mm-hmm. change your whole mindset. It's mm-hmm. your whole mood. Mm-hmm. I was working at the Buckle forever ago, and uh, I know. <laughs> okay, the, Buckle. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> please stop buckle. So, um, I had the, the whole register was a mess. And I'll never forget this girl, one of my coworkers, she clocked in, she walked over, and she said a statement just deadpan. She was like, I feel like my life is in chaos because this is in chaos. I say that all the time. Really? Yes. If my apartment or car are a mess, I just feel like nothing's in order. Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel, nothing. let me ask you, do you feel like it reflects? So, Irma, to me, this is a little too deep. Irma McManus <laughs> contends that your outer world reflects your inner world. He made a statement one time. I was uh, in a podcast. I was driving down the road. It, I, I gasped out loud because my Achilles heel <laughs> is the car. That's my Achilles heel. And he made yep. a statement. He said, I can peer into your car and peer into your soul. Yep. And I was like, oh, Jesus. God, <laughs> don't let that ever be close to true do you believe that that's true Mm. well reyna's soul is very clean because her (laughs) car is very clean i think it's true yeah Yeah. Yeah. i don't know i yeah i think when i think about it because i've growing up i've gotten cleaner as i've grown up Mm. so like when i was little i was messy yes but i like didn't care about it but i think as i've grown up and the more as mature as I've gotten, yeah. as mature as <laughs> the more mature yeah. I get, the cleaner my space is. Yeah, you do. You begin to value it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think life gets crazy and busy, and you might have a bad day at work. Mm-hmm. And to get in your car and have it be clean, yes, or get home and have it, your bed made, yeah, like it's almost like oh, okay. it does yeah. give you a, a deeper sense of peace when your space is at peace. Yeah, yeah. it really does. Yeah. Um. No, that's so good. I, I'm curious. What, what, what else would you say? Even just like culturally, let's say, what would you tell somebody if they're in a, in a tough environment and, and uh, yeah, how do they shift that? I feel like I am either like 
all in or all out when it mm -hmm. comes to things. And so my brain instantly is like, I want to change it all and like mm -hmm. do it all today. Like mm -hmm. if I were in that place, I would be like, okay, today's the day mm -hmm. I'm just changing it all. But mm -hmm. if we're honest, that's not how change happens. It's like in mm -hmm. a slow, steady process. So yeah. I feel like just daily, like doing one thing mm -hmm. that you lead the way. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. if you're not seeing someone else lead the way, you take charge, you lead the way. And if it looks like buying your coworker a coffee or like taking time to ask them how their day was or right something that's going on in their family. I think even mm -hmm. if you're not working in a church, even mm -hmm. if you're not working in ministry, it's super easy to just bring ministry into mm -hmm. your workplace. So yeah. just doing one small thing a day, like mm -hmm. I think could, you can see a difference in someone else, but also yeah. a difference within your own heart mm -hmm. and your own life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I think like the buying the coffee thing, I think that's great. Like just bring donuts in for your mm -hmm. office. Like yeah. if it's a serious office, I mean, who doesn't love that? You know, just mm -hmm. to bring the staff together or invite mm -hmm. someone new to go out to lunch with you, someone that you don't normally talk to maybe yeah. in the office, yeah. that yeah. would really, I think, bring people together. Right. And I wouldn't be afraid to go to like your supervisor or someone with ideas. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. hey, what about what if we did like a fun thing at lunch yeah. this week? Or, you know, if you mm -hmm. can find like an inexpensive way to just bring people together. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think that would be good. Yeah. You guys do like those blue sky day things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where it, don't you just go yeah. out and like dream? Yeah, we do. We we're probably overdue for one. I was actually making a note we need to do one for fall, but um, I I ripped the idea off from um, a leader uh, the, uh, from Chicago forever ago. I had a huge church, and he talked about several times a year he would take a staff out for Blue Sky Day, and it's just a, a day. Blue skies, dream, sky's the limit. And so we started doing that, and we'll at least two, three times a year we will go out full day, offsite somewhere inspiring or that we like and we'll coffee shop will walk and everybody has to to bring ideas and usually it's somewhere around the idea of okay if money was not an obstacle yeah. if you could do anything let's dream yeah. yeah and then we usually also end up talking about personally hey in your life this year yeah. what would you what are your personal dreams yeah what do you want to achieve what do you want to do mm -hmm. yeah and we, we have several of our team that say those days refill me yeah. replenish me and um it's so good. I just thought it'd be fun to have a conversation. I think it could be more important than we know. And, and I think that, um, you know, there's this book I, I read forever ago by John Mark Comer called Garden City. And it's just the whole, this whole idea that we don't think of it as very spiritual, but the, the stewardship that God gave yeah. Adam and Eve to steward and cultivate their environment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the idea that in all of our lives with our home, mm -hmm. our spaces, our work environments, we're literally giving this, this, word I think that has more power which is stewardship yeah. yeah I have the stewardship to cultivate a space in my little apartment yeah that could be life-giving yeah to me and those that come in yeah. I, I have the power in my office and in my work influences yeah. um, to cultivate a life-giving environment mm -hmm. emotionally mm -hmm. with my words yeah. with my yeah. spirit mm -hmm. with my space yeah. that's life-giving we have the stewardship in this space and we're so thankful for it mm -hmm. to cultivate a place that's life-giving for the Months before somebody maybe even believe in God, they walk mm -hmm. in and say, I don't even know why I want to keep coming back, but I do. Right. Mm -hmm. I just want to be here. I just want to be here. Mm -hmm. We have yeah. people that come in that's like, I just want to be here. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I thought about, I think I may have heard somebody use this example, but in the, in like the Scandinavian countries, you know, there's this, that weird phenomenon where they have really, really long days or really, really short days. Mm -hmm. So me and my dad went to Iceland last year and uh, there was only three hours of darkness. Mm 
This is the weirdest thing in the world. That's so weird. <laughs> it's so crazy. weird. So like we had to like is yeah. It, Put all the blinds down and you had an like, eye mask. put an eye mask. I, just, I, I don't even remember if I did. I should have. But I mean, is the literally three hours? And thank God we didn't go during winter because during winter there's only like I think for four or five months there's no light at all. Wow. Can you imagine? No. Um, but what's crazy is I bring that up because um, the limitation of that has caused them to become the most creative place in the world mm. in the expression of light. Mm. So if you go to Iceland or any of those Scandinavian countries, first of all, phosphorescent lights don't exist. All of their spaces, because half of the year is just night, half of like all their spaces are filled with the most beautiful and strategically placed soft lighting to where you walk into a space and it is the most breathtaking thing. I've heard people talk about, they've seen, they've, they've walked into a space with that kind of light and they just begin to weep. Mm. The express, the, the limitation of how dark their environment was mm. caused them to be so right. creative yeah. in being the most beautiful expressions of light in the entire world. Wow. And I just thought that was such a beautiful picture of like, no matter what your environment's like, no matter what the environment of the world is like, yeah. we, that, Really, in a, in a, it sounds cheesy, we can just shine brighter. Mm-hmm. We can create spaces that are beautiful, mm-hmm. that are life-giving, mm-hmm. that glow. Yes. And so. That's so good. Mm. Any closing thoughts before you get married? No. <laughs> clean your room. Clean your room. Make your bed. Use essential oils. Use essential oils. I'm about to go clean my room today. I know. I'm about to go and make my bed. <laughs> I'm going to clean my car. I'm going to clean my freaking <laughs> car. Room. Yeah, you do need to clean your <laughs> car. Yeah. I need to clean my car. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We need to get on Raina's level. Mm. Yeah. Raina, give us some parting wisdom advice Yes, for all of us that want to make our spaces, our environments, our lives better. Just remember the details God gave in creating the ark mm. and the tabernacle. Oh, oh. Okay. all right. He's a little OCD. Okay. okay. Oh. And so it's okay if you care about the details. Because God cared about the details. That's good. That's good. Just go. saying, I always think about that when people are like, you're so OCD. I'm like, well, so was God. Listen, <laughs> I knew that Raina was Miss Hospitality when I started taking gum from her desk and I complained about the gum she had. And she bought gum Aww. to keep in her desk for me. Aww. Isn't that the sweetest oh, thing ever? And Tide awesome. Wipes. And Tide Wipes because I'm messy. <laughs> yeah. And snacks. Yeah. <laughs> she just takes care of you. Raina's I think. the best. The beef sticks. The Raina's keto my beef sticks. Mom. <laughs> so, I love yeah. it. I love that. It's mm. okay to care about the details. Yes, it is. So yes, good. it is. Got anything? Man, I don't know. I think just remembering your spirit matters when it comes to environment. Mm-hmm. Like as we sit here, have the conversation. I'm like, I just want to be the person that walks in and is mm-hmm. like, just so mindful yeah. of the way that I'm acting, the way that I'm talking, the way yeah. that I'm interacting with people. Yeah, uh, because it really does matter so yeah. much. That's so good. And no shame or condemnation if you got a messy space, but more than anything, I just thought um, this could be a conversation just to inspire. Like, yeah. there's more power than we know yeah. in the environments we shape, yeah. not just on ourselves, but the people that enter them. So, yeah. thank y'all for being on. Yeah. It's been fun. Yes. It's been fun. Congratulations, Tucker. Thank you. Yes. Let's be married. Yes. Shout out to Anna. Shout out to Anna, soon to be Johnson. Yes. Aww, thank you. <laughs> Where y'all going for your honeymoon again? Cancun. Cancun. Nice. That's going to be a nice environment. <laughs> <laughs> that will be that a nice environment. Crazy. God created a great environment there. Yeah. 
Yeah. God's all about environment. Yep. Yeah. Um, he cares. And then you, you know, while we have you here, you have uh, a single coming out. Oh. Uh, yeah, I do. Talk about it. I wrote a song for Anna as a wedding present. So cute. And it will be coming out on Spotify next a week from yesterday. Guys, oh. it's I gone. didn't know. So say the, say the so date. Should I sing it? The whole thing right now? Do it, right do it right, right now, right now. You may- <laughs> No. What's the chorus? One line. I can't do One it. One line. You do it. Yes. Um, no. <laughs> You're singing in the kitchen? No. Yeah. Singing in the kitchen. Singing in the singing kitchen. In the Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> August second, twenty twenty two. I didn't know. Tucker Johnson, Spotify. It's so mm. good. It's good. And worship album. Do you have a date? <gasps> I can't say it yet. Oh, you can't say it yet. Aww. Okay. But soon. But soon. It's a surprise. Okay. But hey, very soon. Follow at X Worship. No vowels. W R S H P. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So All right. Follow them. All right. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Let us know your environment hacks, your cleaning tips, yep. and uh, anything you notice. Quickly, favorite uh, outside of church or your home, some of your, your favorite environments. Oh, my gosh. Like coffee shop, restaurant, okay, place, parable. whatever. Careful. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I parable. mean, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Why did you put me on the spot? You? That's so stressful. Oh Besides parable. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I can't say parable. Shout out to parable. You. Shades. <laughs> you lie. You lie. Okay, but we love okay, shades. Okay, listen, I we love, love shades. Shades is like you just feel a at piece home of there. Home. You walk yeah. in, you okay. feel like you're at home. That's yeah, true. that's okay. true. That is true. Yeah, favorite environment. Oh, um, Stoff's in uh, what? Victorian Village. In Victorian Village. Then you renovated one. So Beautiful. good. Mm. So good. Clean. There's a place in Virginia called Golf Park. If you're mm. ever in Virginia, there's the best coffee shop in the whole world it's called Golf Park. Nashville is full of places. I'm just saying. I love Nashville. Yeah. We got to channel our inner Nashville mm-hmm. here in Columbus. All right. We love you. <laughs> let, let us know if this meandering conversation was inspiring to you, <laughs> helpful. And uh, if it was, share it with somebody. Don't forget to like it, uh, rate it, five stars as always. If you've not subscribed, hit subscribe, and uh, we'll see you next week. And clean your and, room. And clean your room. <laughs> and if you want to, you can clean my room. <laughs> All right. Bye.